It's time for the Power Hour of Love, starring Charbol and El Bandito. Welcome to the Fiesta. Hey everybody, welcome to the Power Hour of Love. I'm Charbo and with me is... El Bandito. Hey El Bandito, how are you doing tonight? Ooh, I'm doing good, senor. I've, I've had a super great week. How about yourself? Oh man, it's been pretty rocking, man. You know, after Power Hour last week, you know, it was just an action-packed weekend of like stuff going on over at the San Diego Comic-Con. Oh, you know it, man. Yeah, they've been releasing all sorts of stuff, all sorts of trailers and things. And, man, it was like just when you thought that the San Diego Comic-Con couldn't get packed with more trailers, it was like they said, hey, bring the trailers, and somebody brought the fucking trailers. Oh, you know it, man. You know, it's funny because, you know, that word comics in there, and it's like I think there was more like just general entertainment, (laughs) you know, stuff coming out that wasn't all comic book related, but still there was definitely still some comic book reveals that came out such as the defenders trailer oh yeah man that that looks freaking rocking i mean i try to shy away from a lot of the trailers when they're dropping at (laughs) comic-con just because i like the least amount of information possible when i go into something i want to catch it fresh i don't like spoilers even little tiny spoiler things i don't want to get into them what is it's being that you know we we kind of seen like this like uh, you know comic book movie thing kind of like come together like mm-hmm. you know like we were there you know we'll be able to one day be like yeah i remember when i went and saw you know x-men and i saw spider-man mm-hmm. and batman back in the day, you know <laughs> stuff like that yeah we'll, we'll be the ones being like i remember getting beat up at school because they told me my comics were dorky <laughs> oh you know it man you know it. so i get it because you know when you see these previews you can almost pretty much predict what's going to happen sure you know knowing a lot of the source material and stuff mm-hmm. like that because yeah even watching you know, the Defender Star, because I can't wait. You know, I'm just like, I, I want to see it. I mean, it's coming out next month. So don't worry. Like, I don't think the rest of the world can either. So it's just me being weird. Yeah, but hey, that's that's good, though, because then, you, like you said, you have a nice, fresh view on it. Mm-hmm. But from what I did see, you know, I know we did watch the one that dropped like a few months ago. I remember mm-hmm. when we had like the, yeah. you know, the Nirvana Come As You Are kind of music yeah. playing behind it and stuff. And it was kind of like, oh, man. I, you know, I mean, it looked cool because it brought all those characters together. But yeah, this definitely like had a lot more of that, you know, uh, their interaction, you know, like um, between the characters, which I think is going to be a lot of fun because we've gotten to see them on an individual basis, but now kind of seeing them come together. And even like, uh, I think it's Iron Fist is like, you know, we make a good team, you know, and, and they're just like, nah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> well, yeah, that's the one thing that hangs me up on the Defenders the most is I still haven't watched Iron Fist. Oh, so yeah. That's, yeah. that's a big reason to be like, I don't even know where his character is going to go or progress or whatever. So I got to kind of stay away from him until I like, you know, watch sure. through that show. But I can tell you one thing that dropped a great uh, preview out there that 
I totally stayed away from completely <laughs> because I haven't seen the first season of Stranger Things. Oh, yeah, man. It's kind of funny. They're like kind of ticketing that as just like Stranger Things 2. Yeah, you know, they're not yeah. even calling it like, you know, season two or something. It's but like, I, I like that because the whole premise of the show from your description of it to me was that it's a very like 80s movie. Oh, yeah. Or it's an 80s show that like is made to be like an 80s movie like I'll, in that. A love Bane. letter to that generation. Yeah, exactly. You know? <laughs> so to just call it Stranger Things 2 is very reminiscent of like Jaws yeah. 2, Short Circuit 2. Oh, yeah. All those movies that were just 2, Revenge of the Nerds 2. You know? Well, you know what really got Teenage me? Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. two. <laughs> Secret of the Ooze. Yeah, the third season will probably have a subtitle. <laughs> yeah, there you go. It'll be <laughs> crappy. Yeah. Well, the funny thing about that one was it opens up in an arcade and mm-hmm. they're playing that old game, uh, Dragon's Lair. Oh, yeah. Remember, remember that, that one with yeah. Dirk the Daring and, like, yeah. you have to hit the button and stuff like that? So it's really cool that they really tap into a lot of those classic things that mm-hmm. we, we remember, even though, you know, even some of that stuff was, like, really early on in our lifetime. It's like, I remember seeing that big thing, and I knew a guy who had, like, the 3DO, like, remember that one that was like almost yeah. like a VCR? Yeah. And, like, you know, you could push the buttons and, like, make the guy do it. It was just really cool. And, like I said, yeah, Stranger Things, I did watch all the first season so like yeah just like everybody else i'm super stoked to see uh where, where they take that group of kids again you know yeah yeah i'll have to get down there and check it out you know because like that one sounds like a really good one there's a lot of really good shows out there but there is so much out there man i have the worst time trying to keep up with everything you know oh, i yeah. think i I just finished up the latest season of uh supernatural which is a, a fan mm-hmm, favorite of mine mm-hmm. and now i'm trying to crank through um some of the other cw shows you know, there some you of the go. Arrowverse shows oh, and all that and catch I up can't... on. But I'm still waiting. They got to put the Walking Dead out for me, too. I haven't oh, seen the yeah. latest season of Walking Dead. You remember we watched the premiere? Yes, yes. Together. With, with Negan. Yeah, yeah and yeah. I got so traumatized. I like didn't watch the rest <laughs> of the season. Well, I think I'm finally ready. I got my big boy pants on. I'll check <laughs> it out, you know. But it's going to be PP Pants City. <laughs> <laughs> you want to talk about somebody who's got their big boy pants on and is ready for some ass-kicking Thor's ready for Ragnarok. Oh, man, yeah. Now, did you watch this one or no? You're holding off from this one, No, too. I'm holding off from this one. I Good. watched the like long trailer for yes. it, you know, that has... A- you know the Hulk in it shows Jeff Goldblum everything, and I kind of yeah. feel like I know everything I need to know about <laughs> this movie to be like, yup, I want to see the shit out of that. Well, there's one specific thing that happens in the new trailer that I won't mention because I mean it's not something that I knocked the movie on, but I'm kind of like, I don't know how I feel about that. But <laughs> I'm sure most of our listeners out there who have watched it will know where I'm driving at. Yeah. But honestly, like same thing, having those characters together, and you do see a lot more Loki. In, mm-hmm. in the new trailer, which I know a lot of people are going to be jazzed about. But guess what? I have not seen any sign yet of Doctor Strange. So I guess oh. they're going to hold off on that until the actual movie comes out. Because gotcha. we know he's going to be in it. I mean, he's 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 billed as mm-hmm. one of the main characters. Well, maybe Doctor Strange is being a little low-key during the, <laughs> the trailers there. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Well, definitely a trailer that wasn't keeping it low-key was this new Netflix show that's coming out this Christmas called Bright. Now, I know me and El Bandito just watched this trailer, but yeah. if you guys haven't caught it and you're a fan of the uh, fantasy genre or even some of like a cyberpunk kind of feel. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's like it's cool because where, where it really brings in is it's set in like today's era, but it's well, at least you think it's today, mm-hmm. some somewhere nearby this year. But it has it where like uh, orcs and 
and fairies and and elves and all kinds of other mythical creatures actually live amongst humans. Sure. And, you know, we kind of work together and stuff. So it really has that D20 modern, uh, you know, urban arcana kind of stuff. Absolutely, man. I've read a couple of fantasy fiction books about that. One of my favorite ones was Quantum Gravity. Okay. I thought was really cool. And again, that story is about a convergence of universes where those people spill into our universe and all that. But a couple of things, man, watching that bright trailer that like, man, all you beautiful people out there, go and check it out yourself. Make your own opinion. But to me, for one, I don't want to see Will Smith in this movie. (laughs) Like putting Will Smith in a fantasy movie is like, it's just writing a recipe for it to be cliche and cheeky and kind of too cool for school. And I'm done with that. I'm kind of done with Will Smith and him doing that to too many movies already. And I'm and so if they can rein in his ego, yes. maybe it'll be all right. I mean, maybe he did a better job of that in Suicide Squad, which I still haven't seen. I'm sorry, DC <laughs> Eric, but you know, the the other thing to me is that like it seems like it's uh, has a lot of racial allegory to it. Oh I yeah, mean, even yeah, in the trailer yeah. right up front, you know, they're like fairy lives don't matter, and I'm just like, you know, as much as everyone loved the fact that the X Men was. A racial allegory. In yeah, this you know, so was Star Trek in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. I mean, so many things grew up through that. It's like, boy, I'm kind of hoping that, like, we, we can get past that and start working <laughs> towards shows that have just unification yeah. integrated in it. I mean, Spider-Man Homecoming was a great example of that. I mean, that was the first truly multicultural cast sure. I've seen in a film in a long time yeah. that never addressed the multicultural cast. That's a very you know, good like point. In yeah. the day-to-day life, we don't walk around being like, hey, you know, blah, 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 blah. Tell me about your ethnicity. No, we just live amongst ourselves because we know we're familiar with other people being different races and cultures. Exactly. So, and what you're, I think you're referencing too is like, Will Smith gets paired up with an orc yes. and it seems like it's going to turn into more of like a buddy cop kind of thing, almost like lethal weapon. Yeah. But you could tell at first, like Will Smith is definitely not happy that he's paired up with this orc, which, yeah. you know, it's, I mean, it, it's an interesting take, but you're right. I mean, you definitely have the racial allegory there mm-hmm. that like, you know, it, you know, it's going to have that thing behind it that kind of makes people scratch their head and be like, that's kind of like right now, but, <laughs> but except we don't have orcs or, or fairies. You know, but yeah, absolutely, man. I'm, I'm, <laughs> Actually, I think all our problems stem from orcs and fairies. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> absolutely, man. But um, you know, definitely the uh, I, I'm I'm looking forward to it. It comes out around Christmas, so I'll probably have some time off to uh, you know, to to binge watch that one. So definitely, like Al Bandita said, you guys go check it out and then let us know what you think. Absolutely, you can hit us up at the Power Hour of Love at Gmail You're welcome to always give us a call twenty four seven on our toll free love line. That's one eight four four nine four four love you can find us on facebook instagram all them social media things get in touch with us because we want to get in touch with you oh yeah old bandito i mean we've been talking about the uh entertainment world getting rocked man and um, mm. unfortunately though just recently in the music realm you know there was some bad news that hit the airwaves was that the lead singer of lincoln park had um, committed suicide chester bentington uh, last week, you know, I heard for, that yeah. very tragic, man, very sad. And on the, uh, yeah. wasn't it the anniversary of another um, yes, celebrity of doing the same? Chris Cornell, who just you know passed away a few years, a few months ago, mm-hmm. you know. But yeah, they, you know, of course now you have all the conspiracy theorists, people being like, oh, maybe somebody actually killed him, you know? <laughs> yeah, targeting celebrity. Those people, Randy Quaid, are afraid of. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, you you hit the nail right on the head, old bandito. But you know, one thing I have to say is, it's like it's great to see. You know, I've. 
I have a lot of younger musical friends on like Facebook and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And I see them kind of outpouring and saying, oh man, I remember the first time I heard this song or that song. One thing I do have to say about Linkin Park songs real quick, like some of the content in those songs, like I want to be like, hey, this is almost like a cry for help. Because I mean, you know, it's art. You don't want someone to analyze it like that. But when sure. you, some of these lyrics, it's kind of like, man, when you listen to them, you're almost yeah. like, man, this guy might have really did need some help, you know? Like mm-hmm. it's, it's kind of almost scary. But where I was driving at was it was awesome to see people being like, hey, man, you know, it was, you know, honoring the, the man, you know, like saying, hey, I, you know, I was, I was a big fan, even if I'm not much of a fan now, this and that. But then it's like there was also some of these other people kind of running out there and being like, if anyone says something bad about Chester, you know, I'm going to unfriend you and stuff, you know, and just, you, you know, the thing is about the Internet, like it's a very like it's still kind of Wild West, you know, yeah. it's not managed and people kind of express their feelings in different ways and some people are just assholes you know it's like we've kind of just gotten to gotten to get used to that you know yeah it's almost like didn't these people go to public school i don't don't know what happened (laughs) but it's pretty amazing to me that people just are looking for an excuse to be outraged or upset sometimes and you know the power hour of love is all about love bringing people together spreading the love out there you know and anything else we can spread and and (laughs) quite honestly i mean anytime you hear a story like that i mean the guy had like six children and and you know you know he had for whatever his reasonings were he didn't want to be here, which I know we talked about this. Mm-hmm. And sometimes somebody when they commit suicide is because they feel the world would be better off without him. And that's yeah. just a terrible thing. You know, yeah, it's like, yeah. like you said, ultimately it's all about, you know, being together and, and, and spreading the love. Absolutely, you know, so. man. And I mean, you see people like Ed Sheeran being harassed off of social media. <laughs> yeah. Like they don't even want to talk to people anymore because they get so much shit. Exactly. You know? And you, you just feel bad. Nobody should go through that celebrity or otherwise, you know? You know, and, and I mean, the thing is too, is you got to imagine some people just aren't going to change. I mean, yeah. some people, if it's not in their inner circle, you know, when these yeah. things happen, it doesn't really affect them the same way. Exactly. Real quick, I just want to kind of spread some on this. I know uh, Guar got under some heat just recently because when, one of their shows uh they said they stopped the song and they were like hey just let's get real for a second they're like you know uh suicide isn't a joke but you know lincoln park sure is which i mean hey it's probably it's it's in bad taste definitely you know it's probably not the right time for guar to be ribbon but that's what guar does like that's their whole stick you know like they're <laughs> they're out to try to you know is stir the stir the embers and and spread dark comedy like that's kind of like their whole thing it's like almost like laughter through um uh horrible stuff <laughs> absolutely yeah. you know but you know speaking of spreading the love it, it, that's exactly what gore's doing you know it's their personas it's their personification yes. gore can't walk out on stage and say hey we want to pay tribute to you know my mom <laughs> linda who raised me since i was a kid. You, they, they wouldn't do that but yeah. the fact that they mentioned him at all means that they respected and cared for this guy's work sure. yeah they still had to dig him and make a joke because that's what their characterization is exactly you know so i think that people need to read behind the lines and realize that like they didn't walk out there to insult this guy. They walked out there to say something about someone that they knew or respected or was in the same industry as them, sure. you know, and pay homage in the best way that they can and pay their respect in the best way that they can. So really looking at it from other people's point of view is important. You know? And, you know, it's funny because I watched the video when it went down and, you know, the guy, you know, one of the characters said that. And then the lead singer's like, oh, oh, might be a little too soon. Might be a little too soon. So it's like yeah. they kind of, you know, but none of the articles say that part. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They cut mm-hmm. it. You know, that's 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 the news for you. Yeah. You know, but you're not, you know, anytime you hear it here, we're going to tell you like it really is. Right, El Bandito? <laughs> oh, you know it, man. So let it. We're going to tell you how it is. And we're always going to tell you how it is. And OJ fucking did it. <laughs> uh. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, <laughs> we got some news here that O.J. Simpson is being released from prison later this October, yep. and he absolutely did those crimes of, uh, what, what was it, uh, uh, stealing or kidnapping yes. or assault or something. He's what? 100% guilty doing that. <laughs> well, yeah, it was like memorabilia or something, wasn't it? Like so he went and yeah. stole some guys. Yeah, yeah, it was memorabilia <laughs> that somebody kind of, I think, uh, sold, but it was like his. Yeah. You know, and, and he went and, you know, as he did pretty, it. Yeah, he used did a gun. It. Yeah, he was 100%, 100% guilty. And we'll be the first ones to tell you O.J. Simpson was guilty, but he'll be out on the streets and probably looking at getting, you know, just settled down somewhere and left alone. Oh, so, I'm sure. Well, so let's let's all take the opportunity to just leave O.J. Simpson alone. Leave him alone. <laughs> I mean, it's not like they can make another uh, Naked Gun movie or anything. That like might that. not be bad. <laughs> that, that's true. That, well, Leslie Nielsen ain't with us no more. Yeah, so that it would could be just pretty... star O.J. Simpson. There you go. <laughs> The Nordberg Files. <laughs> Damn, that might, yeah, you never know. Reboot. <laughs> Watch, that's going to come out in two years. I'll be so mad I didn't oh. bring, say nothing. <laughs> so, yeah, he was absolutely guilty of those crimes. He'll be out this October, and, you know, we'll, we'll all be looking to leave him alone. So let's all just leave O.J. Simpson alone because, you know, there's so much other stuff out in the world to think about, like hacking and slashing and murder and death and mayhem and the draft of thrones. Death and death and movies, death and movies. Who will die next? Who will die next? Who will die next? Horns for nudity and the violence. And the violence with his schemes and stab his power. Who will rule the Iron Throne? Find out next week, find out next week. Never this week, always next week. I got to tell you all, Bandito, man, the last 10 minutes of Game of Thrones this week, <laughs> woo, that knocked know, my socks right? off. That got that got me some super points, man, because I had the entire Sand family. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, let's go ahead and drop the spoiler alert now, because oh, yeah. we're definitely going to talk about some shit that went down. If you didn't catch episode two, season seven of Game of Thrones, give us about two and a half to five minutes and then come back. <laughs> Absolutely, man. But, you know, I was super excited because I had Euron Greyjoy, you know, yeah. the leader of the, uh, pretty much like the king of the Iron Islands right now. Absolutely. And, and single highest scorer of the night. Oh, yeah. So I, I was able to bank in 115 points with him, which then totaled out to be 190 points total for this week, you know, mm-hmm. with all my other characters, which actually I think it was about the same amount of points I made last week. <laughs> but let's tell them about the all-time, you know, high-scoring champion so far, I think, for a single episode. <laughs> Holy crap. Yeah, I ended in raking in 450 points in a single night thanks to the Sand Sisters and the Greyjoys out there kicking some ass. Now, I'm referring to Yara and Theon, yes. who got a maximum allotted value for killing red shirts as they, you know, cut their way through Euron troops as they boarded their ships and despite being conquered and their ass whipped and mostly murdered by the end of the show the truly memorable deaths that two of the sand sisters got scored them some extra bonus points for death flare so yes and i mean the thing is about that is you might have gotten those points this week but they can't get you no more points now yeah that's it enjoy them while you've got (laughs) them i totally (laughs) will man well yara Greyjoy and namiria sand both scores at 60 points they tied for second place behind Euron. Yes. so me having drafted both of them really cranked up the points on my front but 
overall, man, like I think Misandry and Grey Worm <laughs> getting it on really got my points on. Oh yeah, man. <laughs> they were they were tripping the night away. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yes, you sent me an in-depth article about trimming yes. a- a- after watching that, which I have to say I rather didn't enjoy. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you did enjoy? You didn't enjoy. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. You already knew about that. Come on. Oh, yeah. absolutely, man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Who do you think wrote that article? Oh, thank you. <laughs> Just in case anybody's wondering, a real quick one. You don't have to run the Urban Dictionary. We're going to tell you what it is. But, you know, typically tribbing is when two females rub their uh, private parts together and it creates this joyous sensation. Yeah, friction. <laughs> oh, yeah, scissor. Oh, this is hot scissoring. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, scissoring. Scissor yep, me timbers. That's the, that's the other the word yeah, yeah. for it. But so. again, since Grey Worm is castrated and all. Yes. Like, that's well, he's a eunuch, so he oh, ain't got okay. nothing. Yes. He yes. got you know, no balls. Yeah. <laughs> took, uh, took his dick and nuts. <laughs> but he took the twig and the berries. Twig and the berries. Yeah. Hey, it was nice to see like Arya kind of have like a happy episode. You know, she met an old yeah. friend. She got a free pie. <laughs> um, she found out her, her family overtook Winterfell. Almost got her dog back. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And I like her kind of revelation too that uh, uh, the her wolf is named Nymeria too, right? Yes, Nymeria. Okay, yep. that her wolf Nymeria that her wolf Nymeria also kind of grew into a different person. And she said that line, um, that's that's not you or yes. or, that, or whatever. And yes. it was very reminiscent of what Ned told her in the yep. first season about Arya not wanting to be a lady and learning how to fight yep. instead and everything yep. like that. So yeah, it was it was really a great scene to kind of help Arya realize who she was. And my theory is that she will not continue to Winterfell and go I, back on her mission. I was I was kind of thinking yeah. that myself, Albandita. But let me get one pun in for Nymeria. Okay. That's one big bitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, uh, the, the other interesting kind of little uh, tidbit behind all that is um, uh, Sansa made a really huge point last season to tell Jon Snow that no one could protect her that no one can protect yes. anyone yes and with Arya heading to winterfell if she does make it to winterfell the theory kind of goes that she will be able to protect sansa because a girl is no one yeah there you go so, yeah that's a good yeah, yeah. aria could be her protector now exactly now, so. uh sansa still does have um brianne you know right. she's still but yeah from a political standpoint mm-hmm. i don't know if i'd be le- leaving uh peter baelish with sansa <laughs> i think you know i know you know i do like his character and i've yeah. read the books and stuff but I have to say, I was sitting there being like, if you're going to do it, John, now would probably be oh, the yeah. time yeah, to kill this the guy. Yeah, now's the time, man. <laughs> Don't dilly-dally. I mean, we saw Ned make that same mistake of oh, choking out yeah. Baelish and leaving him, you know, and seeing what happens. But, you know, they talk about, too, from the early seasons, how Sansa always sewed and made her own clothing and embroidery yeah. and yeah. how her style kind of changes throughout the seasons to reflect who she kind of emulates at the time. Yeah. And that her change in episode two of going back to like the big round pendant with the dagger yeah, in it and everything yeah, like yeah. that was very reminiscent of the first time that she was went with Baelish across the veil and everything mm-hmm, like that. Mm-hmm. So they're thinking she's kind of getting back into like kind of dark Sansa bitch mode. Could be. So we'll, we'll see what happens. It'll be interesting. All I have to say is after that choke out scene, the little finger remembers. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see what oh, happens. Man. But, but Hey man, you were definitely a high scorer this week. Oh, absolutely. But you know what? I'm not the narc high scorer, but you know who is word burglar. Let's go.
Let me take you on an 8-bit trip Into a past life So vivid feels like it was last night Five buttons, two hands One choice, the red or the blue man And let me tell you, these guys were bristled So skilled they could jump and fire missiles It was the 90s, I was the perfect target for NARC A somewhat obscure cartridge Spent the summer perfecting my thumb muscles On a steady diet of lime pop and some ruffles The combo that take me to the top Of cleaning up the streets with two insane cops Wage a war on drugs, I'll see you bet With the right amount of chip grease and sweat One TV set and a goal to die for Get the first NARC Nintendo Power High score <laughs> I was into video games And in the darkness I'm heartless like in the Narcs I, 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 I was into video games And in the darkness I'm heartless like in the Narcs It's all true, tell your friends, yo I, 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 I was into video games I'm not a Narc, I just played one on Nintendo And in the darkness I'm heartless like in the Narcs Nintendo Narc. Power was the Bible for video games And if you got a high score, it listed your name Infinite fame awaited All I had to do was blow up some drug dealers with bazookas. It's true, cuz I made a plan. Stop playing Final Fantasy, Mega Man, Metroid, Castlevania, Contra, and committed to confiscating contraband. Driving a Porsche, getting caught up in the fringes, gunning down hustlers, dodging syringes. The mission and task, dude, was to blast through pushers and pimps who were trying to flash you. Who approved this for kids? Take a guess. Grand Theft Auto on NES, but yes, 929,900, I won it, not too shabby for one kid. <laughs> I was into video games, and in the darkness I'm heartless like in the Narcs. I, 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 I was into video games, in the Narcs, in the Narcs. I was into video games, and in the darkness I'm heartless like in the Narcs. I, 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 I was into video games, and in the darkness I'm heartless like in the Narcs. I had the Narc high score, now I had to capture it, lights out, no flash, how you had to snap a pic. My mom's cam, it wasn't digital, had to take pictures until the film was full. Got it developed at the shopper's drug mart, three days to get them back. That was a tough part, 24 photos for all my troubles. Only one turned out, glad I got doubles. Off to the judges, popped it in the mail with a wish and a prayer. My envelope wouldn't fail, then waited. Was my mission in vain? Months and months passed till that issue came. Then there it was, SJ from Halifax. Still got a copy to give my pals a laugh And if I do nothing else, at least they can remember me On page 77, volume 23 No internet, message boards or blogs Rockets blew up everything except dogs And most kids didn't know what the game was But if they could read, they might know what my name was And in the darkness, I'm heartless like in the Narcs I had the Narc high score I was in the video game For one month And that was Word Burglar with Narc High Score. Oh, man, that was a killer track, and what an amazing video. Oh, absolutely, Al Bandito. You know, I remember, I think it was sometime last year, uh, Word Burglar was sell selling those Narc High Score t-shirts, and I'm pretty sure the proceeds that he made from selling those shirts went towards making that video. Oh, awesome, man. I bet, because that, that was really, really top-notch. I mean, my hat's off to whoever put that together. Oh, Them yeah. cats did a great job. Oh, definitely. And when you read some of the stuff, you could see like, instead of saying like, I think like, uh, 
Miami or wherever that game took place. It says like Toronto. Yep. And he had like names of places that he frequents there. Yeah, like yeah. that's that's just really cool, man. I, I have to say I appreciate that scene where the the two narc guys would get out of the car and their little motorcycle helmets or whatever and just yeah. go walking down the street. And it seemed like they could literally just walk in a straight line across yeah. the level and just yeah. shoot one or two guys and they'd make it to the other side. Oh yeah. So I, I've never played narc, you mm-hmm. know, but <laughs> <laughs> it looked pretty funny, man. We know it's funny, man. Back in those days, it was like probably like one of the first, well, probably was the first game ever where like you could collect like narcotics and yeah. stuff, but instead of like, you could like use them, oh. like, you know, like speed would make you go fast <laughs> and, and stuff. So, I mean, you weren't supposed to, like it would definitely bring down your score and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. Like you're supposed to like, you know, at the end of the mission, but just in case you needed it for like a little extra boost. Oh, that's awesome. Man. I have to say in, the, in that last shot they show where the, the guys are walking across there and the guys are coming in the green jackets and the machine guns uh-huh. and they're just capping them. Bam, bam, bam. Uh-huh. And then like this car drives up and they just shoot the car and explode yeah. it. And you're like, <laughs> well, those seem like regular people to me. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Maybe they're just maintaining their cover at that point. There you go. There, there, sure. there's, there's, I mean, we've watched Breaking Bad. You see how tricky drug dealers can get sometimes? <laughs> no doubt. Hit you with my Aztec GTA. <laughs> <laughs> well, definitely. You know, if you guys dug that track, head on over to YouTube, watch the video we're talking about, and uh, definitely uh, pick up a Word Burglar's recent album, man. It definitely has Narc High Score on there. Absolutely. It's available on iTunes, I'm sure, in a couple other places. So go out there and track down the Rhythmic Rogue himself. Tell him hi from the Power Hour of Love. Oh, yeah. And we're about to play Word Burglar's favorite section of our show. Video Game Zone. Well, you know Word Burglar's got to dig the video games, right? <laughs> oh, you know it, man. I mean, it sounds like he gave up on quite a few games to hit that high score. Oh, but yeah. I'm sure once he did, he was back into the pool. Oh, yeah, man. Well, talk about people jumping into the pool, man. I mean, <laughs> here's a game that people have been waiting in the pool for quite a long time <laughs> for. 12 years, to be exact. Yeah, we're pretty much like Marco. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it really, like, this. <laughs> no, but yeah, man. So supposedly, I won't believe it until I see it, but Kingdom Hearts 3 is supposed to be re-released next year. Yeah, again, we'll go ahead and hold our breath on that one here in the studio. <laughs> Feel free to do the same. Oh. Uh, but apparently 12 years after the original Kingdom Hearts 2 came out, mm-hmm. uh, the Kingdom Hearts 3 will drop. Uh, were you ever a fan of the series? I have played Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm an old school Final Fantasy player. And I mean, I, you know, I, I can tolerate Disney stuff. Like yeah. I know all the stuff that they're doing. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's like the story itself is really cool and how they work the villains and, and stuff. So, yeah, I would I would say I'm looking okay. forward to seeing what the third one brings in. But the only thing is, sure. is they've made so many like not reboots, but they, they, they do these things called remixes where they recreate the game, but add mm-hmm. like a few extra things and some story points. And then they make ones for like the handhelds and stuff. So it's like, yeah. there's so much other stuff going on. I hope like the next one will actually be like a sequel to the second game. Cause I'll be like, okay, I know what's happening here. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. if I get into it and he's like talking about all this shit I didn't know for like 12 years, I'm going to be like, ah, oh, fuck this you know so (laughs) i don't blame you i played through the first kingdom hearts like about halfway and was just like 
not super impressed. Uh, yeah, it just wasn't my bag, you know. But again, I'm not a big Final Fantasy fan. Sure. So, sure. you know, it's right up that alley. But uh, I can tell you another thing I'm not a super fan of. What's that? <laughs> Pokemon Go. So why don't you go ahead and tell them all about it? Oh, man. Well, I definitely have to admit, last July, I was definitely amongst the population that got sucked into this mobile game. <laughs> but were you in Texas when you got sucked in? You were like, in July. In July. <laughs> like all that. right, all right, all right. <laughs> But um, yeah, definitely, nice. man. The uh, Pokemon Go is still out there. I mean, it definitely doesn't have the number of people playing that it used to, mm-hmm. but it had enough because they were just recently celebrating their one-year anniversary in nice. Chicago with the Pokemon Go Festival. Okay. During that, they uh, announced that legendary Pokemon, I don't know any of the names or anything, but have now been released into the game. So if there was a time to jump back into the craze, if you liked that last year, now might be the time. You might be able to take out some of those people that have been sitting on those gyms for the last <laughs> year. <laughs> no doubt, man. Well, I can tell you one thing. There is a game series out there that I really enjoy, and it's the Batman game series, especially the one made by Telltale, which I think is super fun. I like all their games, the Walking Dead one, Guardians of the Galaxy, all those are super hot. And it looks like they're going to have a new, is this a set to the Telltale game, or is it a new episode? I think this would be like one that you would have to buy, you know, because the other one, once you bought the game, like you got like the- All the episodes episodes. for free. Okay. So then they're having kind of a new season with different episodes. Yeah. Of the Batman Telltale series game. Mm-hmm. And this is going to be called The Enemy Within. And it's going to launch next month. Wow. Well, with a title like that, I mean, we always know about all the stuff that's going on in Bruce Wayne's brain and the things yeah. he's got to separate, you know, just a whole, you know, one of the major concepts that they've played out a lot lately, but I think is really cool is that, you know, some people will say, well, most of these villains exist just because of Batman. Right. Like he kind of, they're like the antithesis to his you know, thing of like putting mm-hmm. on a costume. And, oh, absolutely. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He put on a costume first, so they had to, to retaliate by doing the same. Exactly. But uh, yeah, I'll be interested to see without really further diving into it, whether that's not a reference to who the villain is, though. It because could it, be. you know, I mean, someone like Two Face has the enemy within. Oh, you yeah. know, really, really in. You know? Sure. So sure. a lot of cool stuff there. But again, if you've been sitting around with bated breath to track down Kingdom Hearts three, you might also just be a glutton for punishment sitting around waiting for Red Dead Redemption two. Well, guess what? Ubisoft is super happy to announce that it'll be delayed until next year. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, you know, Red Dead Redemption 2 is a rock star game. So Ubisoft is like one of their major competitors. So, mm-hmm. you know, they're definitely happy to hear that. Why don't you tell them why, El Bandito? Well, originally the game was scheduled to release the same time that Assassin's Creed Origins and around the same time that South Park Fractured But Whole <laughs> were going to, to be released. So getting that pushed back till next year means that they can really kind of corner the market with those two games exactly. when they drop. No, I mean, I really can't think of another game right now that's coming out around that time that would really put up the competition, especially for Assassin's Creed, you know, because that's yeah. kind of, you know, when you look at the two types of games, because I'm sure yeah. the South Park game is going to be more of like an RPG like the first game. Fantastic, by the way. If you guys have not played The Stick of Truth, check it out. But honestly, <laughs> I, I think super good. I think when you buy the fractured butthole, either they give you a free download of it or mm-hmm. there's something i think game stops giving it away for free yeah with it. yeah it, like comes yeah. with it or something like yeah. that yeah yeah there's there's some way to get them both together you're right i've heard that so yeah. stay tuned here when it gets closer to release being released i'm sure we'll have some more info on that but 
You know, El Bandito, earlier we were talking about that old dungeon layer game, you know, like yeah. you know, from the Stranger Things uh, trailer. Those Telltale games are almost reminiscent to that. You yeah. Know, I got to hit the button at the right time. And Absolutely. Stuff. So yeah. It's kind of cool to see where those games have gone. And now, like, you know, some of our, you know, favorite superheroes are rocking them out. So I'm going to have to check out that enemy within. Oh, definitely, man. But. Again, you know, you'll be waiting for Kingdom Hearts 3 till next year. You'll be waiting till Red Dead Redemption 2 till next year. But Ubisoft is coming out with Assassin's Creed Origins, South Park Fractured But Whole within a few months. So they're coming on Strong Style. And here to tell you a little something about Strong Style, we got Mega Ran. tribute to wwe's shinsei nakamura yeah that absolutely sounded like a banging song and something appropriately brutal for the antics of shinsu nakamura oh absolutely man the king of strong style dropped (laughs) into the wwe last year and he's really taken it by storm i mean ran through nxt and i mean now he's on the the main card i believe he's on the smackdown brand and before we know it i'm sure he's gonna have that uh smackdown title around his waist too but you know mega ran you know he's not you know a guy that's not known in wrestling now man he's he made his official debut on uh raw and smackdown man so you know not like you know being a wrestler but you know being there <laughs> as a as a special guest of the new day so um you know who knows maybe ran will who knows he might get between the ropes and the, who maybe shouldn't say nakamura might take on mega ran <laughs> I, <mean, laughs> I can tell you what like i'd like to see one of his songs slamming across the titan tron one day i think that oh, would probably yeah. 
Root yeah. really blow his skirt up. So, Well, if you guys dug that track, and if you're a fan of wrestling in general, uh, definitely head over to MegaRanRaps.com and check out his Matt Mania The Revenge album, which has songs just like that where he takes the uh, – wrestlers theme music and then puts a rap to it so uh, nice definitely very cool to see and um also uh you can check out the monday night ran t-shirts you know it's a, it's a <laughs> you know the monday night raw t-shirts but mm-hmm. what ran on there uh, you can get that at whatamaneuver.net and uh just search for mega ran on there and uh yeah you can check out that cool shirt that he put out Awesome, man. Well, yeah, I'm glad to see that, you know, some nerd love is finding its way into the hearts of all of these awesome WWE fans out there. But the nerd love doesn't stop there as it's absolutely invading Florida in the upcoming weekend. Oh, yeah, man. You know, we filled you guys in last week about what was going on at San Diego Comic-Con. But, you know, if you're like us and live in Florida, we got something that's coming right to our backyard. Absolutely. Both South Florida and Tampa Bay are battling it out uh, with the South Florida Supercon versus the Tampa Bay Comic-Con. The two will actually both be happening the same weekend, which is super unusual, but, you know, super awesome. It's one action-packed, nerd-filled weekend. So we thought we'd go ahead and throw down the contests of contests. (laughs) There you go. We're going to give you guys all the best info that we found. And, you know, you can decide which one would you rather go to, Tampa Bay Comic-Con or South Florida Supercon. Absolutely. And we're going to run through the list now of what we think are some of the biggest attractions and decide between the two of us who we'd vote for, who we'd want to go and see more. But then we'd love to hear from all of you guys and let us know what you guys thought. So let's go ahead and run through the list right now. Starting things off down at the South Florida Supercon, which I believe is in Fort Lauderdale. Correct. They have got some big name celebrities coming out. Oh yeah, man! First we have Pom, and I'm probably gonna totally butcher this last name, <laughs> Kamala Clef, <laughs> Clementif, maybe. There you go. That yeah, sounds Pom be- Clementif. And she played Mantis in the most recent Guardians of the Galaxy 2. So I'm sure more people would be familiar with her just being that that just came out of the theaters. But also joining her is Karen Gillian, who played Nebula. Oh, my gosh. She's so wicked hot, too. <laughs> I wonder what she, like, I don't know what she looks like with hair. But That's... I'm just like, dude, she's so gorgeous. It's like a completely bald purple cyborg woman <laughs> that I'm just like, oh, man. Yeah. You know? But you want to talk about a real picture of beauty and perfection (laughs) known for her on-screen good looks, Miss Linda Blair from The Exorcist fame. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Hopefully she doesn't have any split uh, pea soup nearby. But no, I've heard Linda Blair is a very nice person, takes tons of pictures with her fans and stuff. So definitely go down there and see one of the original. I guess she really wouldn't be a scream. Well, she screamed a lot in that movie. Growled, cursed. uh... Climbed the walls. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, she'll be hanging out there with another horror legend lloyd kaufman himself the man behind the trauma oh yeah uncle lloyd man trauma films man they've been around now for over 40 years yeah yeah still living large and doing a great poultry geist get out and see it if you haven't seen it (sighs) my all-time favorite lloyd kaufman movie but so good 
We got uh, Ralph Macchio showing up to, you know, super kick his way into <laughs> Supercon. <laughs> Sweep the leg, Johnny. It <laughs> uh, looks like he'll be hanging out down there with Jason Muse of Jay and Silent Bob fame. There you so go. So he'll be pretty exciting. So, you know, if things get a little too turned up with Ralph Macchio, I'm sure he can mellow you out. <laughs> they, oh, yeah. <laughs> Snoochie boochies. <laughs> well, I know you're a bit of a Doctor Who fan, man. So why don't you tell him who's going to show up from Doctor Who? Maybe they'll have the TARDIS with them. <laughs> well, I know Peter Capaldi, uh, Sarah Louise Madison, and Sarah Louise Madison, uh, most famously to me, played one of the Weeping Angels. Oh. You know, so she's actually usually like an alien or creature on the show. Okay, okay. Um, but man, the big one to me, the guy I truly love, John Barrowman. Oh, gotcha. Now he did. Was he from Torchwood? Is that is that where his character uh, came yeah, from? Yeah, he he was in Doctor Who for like a uh-huh. season or two, and then he broke off to do Torchwood. I thought so. Uh, okay. You know, and uh, many people might remember him as being Merlin yes. in the new Arrow yes. series and stuff. Absolutely. So, yeah, really great. I always thought he was like a super good looking, like a uh, soap opera looking guy. Oh, yeah. Know? Yeah. You so. can tell you that's where he got it. He probably got his chops, you yeah, know, in, yeah, the, yeah. in the soaps. But like you say, he's on Arrow. He's been on Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if you guys are uh, like us and grew up watching those Saturday mornings, you know, you'd want to know that some Power Rangers are going to be showing up at the SuperCon. They're going to have Jason David Frank, who played Tommy the Green Ranger. Yeah. Or and, the White Ranger. Oh, and the White Ranger. Yeah, he, <laughs> he's probably every single color, wasn't he? But then here, this one's pretty awesome. Amy Jo Johnson. Ooh, yeah, yeah. And the two about, of them together yeah. is actually pretty awesome. <laughs> you know? But yeah, Amy Jo Johnson, where's she been? Oh, my God. <sighs> yeah, she was, I mean, when we were kids, man, it was like, whoa. She was such a cutie, man. Oh, you know, I'm sure she's still rocking it. I haven't seen her in a long time. I know she did a show maybe 10 years ago. That's right. Some I, cop show. Well, I think she also, so. she was on the, like a TV program or something where she was like interviewing people or oh, something. Okay. I remember seeing. So yeah, I know she's done some stuff, but definitely not like a, you know, a sitcom or anything yeah, like yeah. that. But. Well, I know my childhood was also filled with a lot of wonderful Star Trek memories. So they've got uh, LeVar Burton, Jordy LaForge, and oh, John Delancey man. who played Q also showing up to represent the Trekverse. Oh man, you know, is Q going to show up and just do one of his like wild things that he always does on the show? <laughs> just like we've talked about with Party Man Will, you know, I mean, I'm I'm still working my way through the seasons of uh, Star Trek The Next Generation, mm-hmm. but I always get a special tingle in my tummy when I see like Q like, uh, you know, pop up <laughs> or if it's some some sort of a, a title relating to Q, yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, this is going to be something special. Oh, you know it, man. But, you know, we just played that awesome track by Mega Ran, you know, about WWE's Shinsei Nakamura. We got some WWE and wrestling superstars heading your way here at the Supercon, starting off with, woo, Ric Flair, (laughs) the nature boy. Absolutely, man. And also, if you're, you know, looking for some beautiful women's like myself, (sighs) Miss Lita will be there. Dude, I think she looks better now than she looked even when she, I mean, she looked, don't don't get me wrong, I see you, I I saw you shoot that I'm looking at you like, I don't care whatever happens to this lady, I will do her anytime, (laughs) any place, any age, over 18, it doesn't matter. Well, you know where to find her this weekend, man, she's over there at the- I know, but my restraining order permits me from getting within a- (laughs) Man, 100 kid. yards of Mick Foley, who will uh, also be there. <laughs> oh, you know it, man. Yeah, you don't like Cactus Jack or Dude Love or, you know, uh, Mankind. Yeah, get his hands you. on you if, you if you're over there messing with yeah. Lita. And man. absolutely do not try to do the Mandible Claw to Mick Foley. 
that gets you a restraining order super quick. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. But you know, if you're more like, you know, into like the goth stuff and wearing the dark clothes, you could also check out Gangrel's going to be there from the brood. You remember him from back in the absolutely, 90s? The yeah, the original vampire coming out with his blood goblet and everything like that. <laughs> I remember in the old video games, they specifically made a goblet thing entrance yep. like just for him. Yep. He came yeah. out of the burning floor. It was very absolutely. Cool. But if yeah. you're more of like the emo style of brooding, <laughs> Sting will also be there. Oh, yeah, man. WCW classic, man. But He's... You can't you can't have all those great wrestlers together without someone kind of letting you know what they're all up to, what they're all doing, giving you the latest and greatest commentary. So they made sure to book Jerry the King Lawler. Oh, man, the King, man. I mean, even going back all the way to stuff with Andy Kaufman back in the early 80s, man, this Absolutely. guy has He's been around. Legend. I mean, yeah, the legend. I mean, you know, we know a few years ago he survived that heart attack that he yeah. had, like, on air. Yeah. You know, but they did say that that was probably one of the best places he could have had that, you know, because he was driving a car or taking an elevator somewhere. Yeah, yeah. There Not, wouldn't yeah. be a ton of paramedics right there, which they yep. have always on a ringside, you know, so that's super great. And what? a super guy i'll tell you i met jerry the king lawler at the end of a smackdown episode they did in december 2001 oh cool and it was the last one of the year and he came out first uh, before the show started before the fireworks before everything he came out to address the audience untelevised and let us know you know right after the september 11th disaster yeah. that uh, we should all have fun cheer loud and you That's know, show awesome. bad guys out there and people who want to scare us that we're still going to have fun and put it on. And at the end of the show, he hung around for probably a half an hour shaking hands with audience members, including me and my friends that I was with and wishing us all a Merry Christmas because it would be their last show of the year. Wow. That, that's pretty cool, yeah, man. Yeah, super a, freaking what, guy. What an awesome story, yeah, man. Very yeah. cool. Very cool. Well, you know, aside from wrestling, Star Trek, Power Rangers, Doctor Who, yeah. you know, Guardians of the Galaxy, man, we even got some comic book legends coming on down. Absolutely, man. We've got Neil Adams hanging out down there. Oh, yeah, man. Tons of, you know, 1980s Superman stuff and mm -hmm. probably even before that. Who else is coming? We got John Beatty repping the, the Incredible Hulk for all those years he did that. Oh, man, absolutely. I know we've met him before, but let's talk about this other guy. I'm staring at some artwork of his right now. <laughs> my my super like good friend that I wish, you know, <laughs> uh, Mr. Greg Horn, who I've met several times. And, uh, yeah, he meets a 1,000 people a day, you know, but I, I always love meeting him kind of for the first time. And he's just such a nice guy, so charismatic, so gifted. He's a painter. He does cover art for both DC and Marvel Comics and for indie comics. You know, he's a oh, South yeah. Florida native, super guy. Find him on Facebook. Find him at the South Florida Supercon. Just a great dude. Go buy some prints from him. They're gorgeous. They're always inspired, sneaking in some clever messages. Oh, yeah. Can't say enough good stuff about him. I still have something to say about that Spider-Man and Mary Jane one, but we'll save that for another episode. <laughs> no doubt. But hey, if role playing's your game, you know, like I know me and El Bandito drive into that, you know, tabletop, and I know El Bandito does some other role playing elsewhere, <laughs> but we we won't get into that on this episode either. But yeah, tabletop role playing will be going down at uh, South Florida Supercon. So definitely, if that's your bag, man, get down there, check out all these artists, and man you know, definitely uh, play some games. And they've also got some fabulous musical guests who they got coming down to represent the music world. Oh, man. You know, everybody's heard of Run DMC before. 
Absolutely. You know, it's like, I mean, you know, you know, walk this way with Aerosmith and, you know, just, I mean, they really brought, you know, hip hop, you know, to like the mainstream back in the day. Well, DMC, unfortunately run won't be there, you know, but DMC will be in. And he actually recently started making his own comic books too. Nice. So I'm sure he'll be there, you know, signing on. Are they comics. about him like hanging out with Aerosmith and Aerosmith is like the Harlem Globetrotters of his universe? <laughs> I do have to say, I think he is like the star of his comic, <laughs> it's awesome. which I guess, you know, in some cases we can't speak too much enough, <laughs> but no, but absolutely. Yeah. DMC seems like he's really cool. I know he, you know, he did some solo music stuff too. So I don't know if he's going to be performing, but he's definitely there to meet the fans absolutely. and to promote his new comic. So very cool. So all that plus much, much, much more plus local oh, yeah. vendors, all sorts of stuff selling great comic book merch of all shapes and sizes. Also a ton of independent artists. This is at the South Florida comic con tickets are going to run you $45 for a day. $85 for the whole, I think, four-day weekend. That and that's pretty cool. You know, I so, mean, yeah, yeah, pretty affordable. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And, I mean, you know, with all those different uh, individuals, I'm sure, you know, to meet some of them, you might need a little extra cash or just always go prepare. But that's that's a common thing with, with cons nowadays. Yeah, ab so. absolutely. Don't be asking them to take pictures in the aisle for free or something. <laughs> I mean, come on, don't do that, you know. But if you happen to be over on the West Coast, Mm -hmm. Make sure to give the Tampa Bay Comic-Con some consideration because they have got some really, really awesome stars and people hanging out there. We're going to build this pretty much the same way, and we're going to start off with big-time celebrities showing up to the event. Now, their biggest name so far had been Val Kilmer. Yeah, that was pretty big. You know, Batman, yep. uh, uh, Top Tombstone, Secret. right? Yeah, yeah, Tombstone, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. just just a real you know heavy hitter in the industry. But he's unfortunately not going to be able to make it now. But oh, they yeah. did pull some amazing strings and manage at the last minute here to rope in Rose McGowan. Oh, Rose McGowan. So, you know, she was in Scream back in the day. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Got she murdered in a garage. Proof, uh, death know? proof. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She's Mar uncharmed for yeah. years and years. She was married to Marilyn Manson for like two seconds. Absolutely. <laughs> Super hottie. And I think she can get me an in with Rosario Dawson. So yeah. I might have to go check her out. I, I might have to join you on that one, El Bandito. <laughs> Rosario. Oh, oh. But yeah. if you're looking for a super slam and hottie, she'll be hanging out down there with Kate Beckinsale herself from Underworld fame. Oh man, you know those those, those movies. You know, I mean, I don't know if she wears like that leathery tight <laughs> stuff all the time, but if she is, that would be fantastic. Uh, movie wise, you've got a couple of like you know gothic horror just superstars right there. I mean, just two gorgeous icons uh, oh, yeah. of kind of the grim horror world. What am I thinking? Uh, Planet Terror. Rose McGowan absolutely killed it with the oh, machine gun-legged yeah, uh, cherry yeah. darling. Yeah. You know, just amazing. Wow, I forgot that that was her, actually. Yeah. yeah that, so and she's I'm, fantastic. I'm sure she's going to have a lot of stuff to, to tell, you know, to, you know, being amongst all those people, mm -hmm. except Marilyn Manson, uh, Robert uh, Rodriguez yep. with those films and stuff. Rosario Dawson. Austin being the super comic fan she is. Oh, you know? yeah. I still have a... Uh uh, it's an old Rolling Stone where her and Rosario Dawson are on the cover oh. wearing nothing but bullet bandoliers. <laughs> That's pretty cool, man. They, they pretty bring that, get that signed. Oh, you know it, man. Well, if Walking Dead is your game, you know, and you really dig that, um, they're going to have King Ezekiel himself, Kari Payton, is going to be in the house. Now, I know, Al Bandito, you haven't watched the new season yet, but right. just for our listeners, so you guys know, 
Shiva will not be in attendance. <laughs> I won't go any further than that. You'll okay. catch it later. <laughs> Sounds good, man. Well, I know going back to some childhood love right there, they're also going to have some Power Rangers hanging out. They're going to have Austin St. John. He's He was the original Red Power Ranger from like when the show first kicked off. Yeah. So, you know, Jason, that was, that was his yeah, name yeah, on yeah. the show. And him and Tommy, I, I can't remember if Jason liked uh, Amy Jo Johnson's character, Kimberly. That was right. Kimberly. Right. You know, but I mean, yeah, kind of seemed like they liked each other at the beginning. Yeah. And then Tommy showed up and was <laughs> definitely her girl. But then again, the Red Ranger was the leader of the group until yes. Tommy showed up. So yeah. I can understand why these guys aren't at the same con personally. <laughs> but uh, but either way, you know, if, if you're looking to complete the set, maybe a short drive will get you all three, there you, uh, you know, autographs and meet and greets there. So that'll be pretty great. But also, uh, repping some Star Trek love up in Tampa Bay, Nichelle Nichols herself, wow. you know, the original series cast Classic. member. I mean, just iconic, you know, the, the woman who stuck around the show thanks to a personal talk to by uh, Dr. Martin Luther King himself, uh, credited so cool. with the, the first on-screen interracial kiss in history. That's uh, just right. Just a yeah. legend, just a powerhouse of a woman. And uh, she'll be accompanied by <laughs> the very nerdy, the very cool. <laughs> Do those go together, nerdy and oh, cool? Oh, sure, nowadays. <laughs> if, if there's any way to put the two together, it's in Wallace Shawn, you know, Grand Nagus Zek from The Princess Bride. Inconceivable. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> totally inconceivable, you know. And, and dude, like, that that's, the, that, that's cool. I, I mean, I don't even think I've seen him. At like another con. Yeah. You know, so this is definitely something very special for Tampa Bay Comic Con. Absolutely, man. We've also got Michael Bean uh, filling in for the Terminator aliens oh. horror kind of aspect of everything. Dude, Kyle Reese, you yeah. know, I mean, if it wasn't for him, John Connor, like, would he be alive? And oh, Hicks, he played Hicks in, uh, in Aliens. He was like the main you know, male role, you know, there not, you go. not game over man, but, right, you know. right, right. <laughs> <laughs> but definitely, yeah, he, he was, you know, he's known for those, those early eighties action films. You so. know it, man. And also Tampa Bay is rocking the comic legends. No slouch here. And who've they got leading the deck? Oh man. Jerry Conway, even though that name might not ring a bell, this will, he's the co-creator of the Punisher. Absolutely. So. Legendary. First appearing in amazing Spider-Man. Oh, you know it. And he's got his own show coming sometime next year. So mm -hmm. it's like right now is a good time to be a Punisher fan. And if you got that first appearance of the Punisher, you need to run on over to Tampa Bay Comic-Con and get that signed by Jerry Conway. Absolutely. But if you're looking to hang out with a freaking awesome power couple of comics, Jimmy Palmiotti and Amanda Connor, you know, the the the, the couple among couples of yeah. comic legends will be hanging out there. Uh, me and Senor Boyle have met them a handful of times, and they're fantastic. Palmiotti used to be the editor-in-chief up at Marvel, super great friends with Stan Lee. I was going to say, wasn't he who kind of like mediated for Stan Lee, like yes. when we, we saw him do that uh, Q&A? Yes. Yeah, that was very cool. I like Jimmy a lot. And then, yeah, mm -hmm. we got to meet him. I was kind of yeah. like... That was cool. He was just like on the floor. You know, I, I just, yeah. I guess when I first saw him, I didn't put two and two together. He wasn't like Stan's like personal like talker, <laughs> yeah. you know, and then like we were talking. But he wasn't like his bodyguard because he's, yeah. he's a pretty stacked oh, yeah. dude. You know? <laughs> yeah. Well, he's got to keep Amanda safe there too. Oh, you know it. You know it. Because I mean, man, do you want to, Amanda Connor, the comic artist, you know, 
she looks like what she's drawn, man. Yeah. I mean, you know, I remember bringing a Power Girl comic to have her sign, and I'm like, shit, man, you're signing a picture of you. You, know, <laughs> you just draw yourself in these things. That's but, so cool. Yeah, the pair have been working most recently on some of the Harley Quinn and Power Girl books. Oh, yeah. Uh, they did the original run on Power Girl a few uh, years ago. I shouldn't say the original run, but the original reboot, you know, yeah. a few years ago. Uh, worked on the pro together. And, the and pro. Just, just a number of awesome <laughs> books. I mean, super great couple. I love Amanda's work on She-Hulk that she did with Greg Horn. Oh, there you, know? you go. So, Combo uh, right there. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Just just really, really good stuff. Great couple. Super nice in person. So they're they're uh, worth getting out there and checking out. Then we definitely have Alex Suvek, who's you know definitely done a lot of other artwork and definitely various DC and Marvel comics. But then I know this next person is very popular. You know, zombies are are, are like the thing still. You know, I would have thought the bubble <laughs> or, or the brain would have popped sure. by now. But um, yeah, Arthur Serdam, who who goes by AKA the Zombie King, <laughs> is going to be at Tampa Bay Comic Con. He's done so much work on the. Um, Marvel Zombies series yeah. and the Deadpool zombie and zombie Deadpool and all that stuff. You know, I mean, th this is the guy, you know, and, and, and like we said, you know, Marvel Zombies was fun, you know, like when it first came oh, out. absolutely. I mean, there's a ton of them now. Like, it's yeah. just like, oh, man, like, okay, another Marvel zombie. <laughs> but, hey, you know what? People dig it, and, I mean, it's a fun yeah. story. It's a cool, like, it makes me really think of those old, like, what if comics. Yeah, Remember yeah. those? Yeah, like, yeah. I think my yeah. favorite one was um, they did the crossover where Ash versus the Marvel <gasps> oh, Zombies. Oh, that was so good. <laughs> That was good stuff, oh, man. man. So the Tampa Bay Comic Con's not pulling any punches over there on the West Coast. They have got some amazing talent and some great heavy hitters out there to draw in the crowds, plus over 150 exhibitors, 120 independent artists. Tickets over there are going to run you $40 a day and only $60 for the entire weekend. So definitely a little cheaper than what we saw over at SuperCon. Now, I know we said, all Bandita, that we're going to give our compare. Do you mind if I go first on this one? Oh, go for it. Cool, man. Well, I have to say, you know, if the if I was feeling in a very like media mood where I wanted to meet like people from like TV shows and stuff, mm -hmm. and I mean, I gotta be honest, usually when I go to cons, I'm you know, I, I like to see those people. Like I'm like, oh hey, cool, look, there's uh sure. you know, LeVar Burton and there's you know, like when Jory or when uh Data walked past us on <laughs> uh, you know Yeah, Brent you know, Spiner. Yeah, you got you you could have an opportunity to bump into them, but I usually don't pay to like go get a picture taken with them or something like that. Sure. But it's just cool to be there. But the media side, I definitely have to give that to to Supercon. Mm -hmm. You know, like they they seem to really have an awesome lineup, especially with like Doctor Who yeah. and and you know they have the you know the wrestlers there mm -hmm. and stuff. But I gotta say, what I really like about Tampa Bay Comic Con, it really emphasizes on that comics. Yes, like this is a comics convention. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So if I was like, man, I want to go meet some comic book people and buy some comic books, get some books signed. I'd be heading on over to Tampa Bay Comic Con. Absolutely. And you know what? Oddly enough, I'm going to agree with you that I'd rather hang out at Tampa Bay Comic Con for the weekend. And I'll tell you, just for the sense that like, if I go to Supercon, all I'm going to do is feel bad that I don't have like $2,000 to meet every single one of those people. Oh, Because yeah. you can't. Like, you know, yeah. everyone, like, yeah, you can stand in line and just say hi and then walk away. But sure. I don't know. I feel guilty. I have a guilty association. Yeah. Like, I got to buy something. Yeah, they want to make they're, they're Yeah, you're going to buy something 20, yeah. you know, even if it's $20 at the cheapest for to buy a picture of every single person there. It's like 25 people we were talking about. <laughs> you know? But uh, Tampa Bay seems like you're just getting a nice little niche group of really awesome artists and talent um, that, like you said, we really haven't seen out here before. Sure. You know, um, 
not to say that the Supercon isn't fantastic. And for Fort Lauderdale being right next to Boca in Miami, oh, maybe people got the extra yeah. money to go down there and drop and check out your Lita's, your Mick Foley's, you know, your Karen Gillens, your Jason Muses, just anybody oh, yeah. and everybody who you want to go and see and hang out. They both sound like amazing events. And I got to tell you, you're not losing out no matter which one you head over to see. Oh, you got it, man. You got it. And, you know, we have a lot of cool events coming up later on in our event section for, you know, stuff that isn't convention related. So definitely stick around for that. But, you know, we don't want to think that any of those are underrated. And Thugmaster J is going to tell you about that right now. Technician, tongue mother Malky, turn the pussy ignition. Just frontin', bitches don't give me nothing. But I'll rock you something that your homies can't stop pumping. Shake your rump and twerk that dumpling. Bootylicious made shake, splash that pumpkin. Or don't, whatever, I don't give a shit. Got the tree beard, hasty like I'll take a hit. Take your brain to the next dimension. Dragon Ball Z, now I got your attention, make a wish. Too bad, motherfucker, you didn't come true. So I thought better rather than you and you and you and you and you and you too. Suck my heart, smirk till your face turns blue. Today's the day they say the J was underrated. It can be understated. Unless you have a different opinion, you're entitled to it. And you're an idiot. Today's the day they say the J was underrated. It can be understated. Unless you have a different opinion, you're entitled to it. And you're an idiot. Like to eat the peanut butter first. <laughs> See the fucks I give? Nah, I don't either. Invisible cares won't play on a speaker. Your frequencies weaker, girls think you're a creeper. I'm eyeing those titties with receptive ass peepers. Like Sid did with focus skills and abilities. Call your mom, take pills, and rap like me. Buy my CD, just kidding, fuck the format. Download MP3s, fuck snobs, and dot flack. Here's a laugh track. <laughs> There's no reason for that. I don't care if it's whack. I'm gonna do it anyway. Uno, dos, tres. We should not at all. He's just honking away. Did you catch that word play? Too bad it was fresh. Listen better next time or I'll puncture your flesh. Rapping gigs are rap too from the suburbs to you. Suck that hard smoke till your face turns blue. Today's the day they say the J was underrated. It can be understated. Must have a different opinion. You're entitled to it. And you're an idiot. Today's the day they say the J was underrated. It can't be understated. Unless you have a different opinion, you're entitled to it. And you're an idiot. And that was Thug Master J with Underrated. 
Oh man, I'm definitely super stoked to hear some new Thugmaster J material coming at us, man. Uh, August 1st, he will be releasing his next album, Moon Detroit. Awesome, man. Now, where does it get its name from, Moon Detroit? Well, you know, he he last year, he released Moon Vegas. Okay. So um, that was actually on uh, one of our first episodes. Yeah, we I remember some that. tracks off of Moon Vegas. But, you know, I'm not sure what the, the story is behind the title. Okay. But, I mean, he's considering these his Moon albums. Nice. So um, they definitely have some really cool artwork and stuff. I'm, I'm not sure who's helping them in the art department, but I do know that the uh, on the musical side, uh, DJ Robo Rob is helping him out a lot with a, a, some of his tracks. Nice. So I think we're going to have a real treat come August 1st, and you'll definitely be able to hear some of those new tracks here on the Power Hour of Love. Absolutely. And you know what? We were just talking about some amazing cons and some amazing events that certainly weren't underrated, and neither are these. Oh, yeah, man. Tomorrow night, we've been talking about it for a few weeks. Galactic Empire and the Danger Kids will be taking over the Kelsey Theater in the Lake Park. They're going to make it their own personal Death Star. <laughs> Absolutely, man. That's going to start at 7 p.m. Going to be 20 bucks at the door. Everyone's going to be rocking some Star Wars regalia, so put on your best Star Wars gear and get on down there. Now, that's $20, not 20 credits, right? <laughs> Republic credits are no good out here. I need something more real. <laughs> <laughs> what? You think you're some kind of Jedi waving your hand around like that? <laughs> okay, let's not, yeah, let's not dip into We're going the down the rabbit yeah. hole there. We're yeah. going to run into some Jar Jar in a minute. Let's get out of there. We're saying Saturday, July 29th, NXT is coming to the Fen Center right up in Fort Pierce. That's 15 bucks at the door, 7 p.m. to check out some hot NXT action. Oh, yeah, man. Check out the superstars of tomorrow today, you know, and definitely, <laughs> you know, like we were just saying, like Shinsei Nakamura, Absolutely. Samoa Joe, you know, a ton of those guys have come up through NXT and then now they're on the big shows. So, yeah, you might <laughs> on the big show. Sorry. I don't think they're on the big show. <laughs> I knows? think they're under the big show that's, getting a one, two, three. <laughs> that's true, man. That's true. Well, you know, uh, if wrestling isn't your thing and you want to hit up some good movies on August 5th, which is a Saturday, it's free movie day down at the Lyric Theater. Uh, the movie at three o'clock is going to be Rear Window. And then at 7 p.m., they're going to do the birds so we're looking at a big alfred hitchcock saturday here uh like we mentioned the movie is completely free um it is recommended that you go down to the lyric theater box office beforehand before that date mm -hmm. and um you know reserve your tickets because i'm sure with it being free there's gonna be a lot of people wanting to come check it out so reserve your spot absolutely and for anyone who saw disturbia the shia labeouf movie that came out a few years ago that was a remake of rear window and i'm actually yep. super excited to go and check that one out because the original rear window is really more of of the thriller in the sense of a one room stage thriller you oh, know like yeah. uh, i believe it's jimmy stewart right yes. it's in it. yeah he's stuck yes. in the room pretty much the whole time where shia labeouf mm. kind of really got out and about yep. you know but yeah it's it's, it's a real psychological movie so oh, yeah. i'm anxious to catch the original and i'm pretty sure yeah shia labeouf he was like what on like house arrest or something yeah. like that yeah well, it starts off that he has like a broken leg yeah you know but then which... he gets on house arrest so it's kind of the same yes but yes. yeah in, in the original jimmy stewart's like like oh like almost uh in a wheelchair yeah his legs yeah. broke right yeah he's, yeah he's definitely healing up but yeah it's a, it's a great flick definitely well you know if uh if you want to check out some more music on wednesday august 9th we've got ktm 
Alloy, and many more down at the Brew 772 in Stewart. This one will run you five bucks. And it kicks off at 7 p.m. So, man, look at that. The Brew 772, man. Even in the middle of the week, they're ready to rock the house. Absolutely. Well, I got to tell you, El Bandito, it's been an action-packed summer so far. You know, we've had a lot of great events, a lot of great uh, shows, um, you know, cons, <laughs> you know. Um, of course, we're continuing the uh to the draft of thrones next week and we might have a special guest for you guys too but you're gonna have to tune in next week to see who it is so we'll catch you right here 10 p.m next thursday night only on podunk radio yeah i don't understand things were going so great but what happened something must have happened it's not you it's me uh Listen, I was thinking we should break up or whatever. I am breaking up with you. Consider that a divorce. 